Yo, it's the So So Scrutiny Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Main. I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Cardboard Box. Nice. It works, That's huh? not a stretch. You said it was going to be a stretch. Box, Stocks. I guess it is. Same sound. Pop quiz. Who is it? I don't think you're going to know this. Um... It sounded like Emery at first, but I don't think it's Emery. Um, no, it's a good guess, though. It, t- it definitely sounds like Emery. Thorn for every heart. Kind of sounds similar. I'm just going to tell you. It's a band called Dredge. Oh, I've never heard. D-R-E-D-G. No E at the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, this, this song's called Bug Eyes. It's from an album called Catch Without Without Arms. Interesting. Uh, I, I like it. I got... I, Stumbled onto them. They opened up for Coed and Cambria. They sound like they would. Yeah, and they fucking ripped live. Uh, the drummer uh, during this song, during the uh, bridge, oh, just have in the background. He plays the piano while playing the drums. Really, dude. It's a basic. It's a very basic drum beat he's playing, but yeah, same, but still at the same time, it's pretty. Simple. I mean, to to have that, like, because what I'm from what I'm hearing, he has a lot of like dynamic in his. Oh, voice. he's a great drummer too. Like yeah. Up and down, so that's not easy to do. Yeah, it's up there with the greats like uh, Aaron Gillespie who drums and sings. That's you know? pretty good. Yeah, it's, I think this is only uh, four guys. That's awesome. The uh, guitar player and the singer just sings, but then he has like a slide guitar, like the beginning of the song, he plays that. That's super cool. Um, but yeah, I, I turn them on every once in a while. After that show I went to last night, a lot of the bands kind of remind me of Dredge, and I was like, hey, listen to these guys. I was cranking it on the 55 last night. I definitely added them <laughs> to my, to, I followed them. Already? On, uh on spotify nice. so i'm like i like it i'll right listen here. to it and then right i added the song to the playlist so yeah the piano part he's so he's playing and doing he's the playing drums. with his right the drums with his right hand and playing the piano with his left hand oh, that's in the so music cool. video they show him doing it it's kind of a cool music video too that's awesome i'll have to check it out yeah dredge dredge right? check him out cool got a cool feel so how you been doing man back at school yep two still hurting uh, no, actually, it's, it's better fine. now, but you still got to get it taken out. Yeah, I have to get three wisdom teeth taken out. Three? Um, do you have four yeah. of them? I do, but one of them is like under bone, so they're like, it's Ooh. not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's going to stay there. Okay. Stupid wisdom teeth. They're not even supposed to be there. Evolutionarily, we should not have I, them. I don't know why I mentioned it, but I don't have any wisdom teeth. Oh, <laughs> so lame. Uh, but you're back at school now, too? This is the yep. first week back? Yeah, and it you was... Three weeks off? Yeah, three Damn. weeks. It was good. It was nice, but I, when you go back, it kind of feels like you're in a dream. It's like, oh, am I really back? Yeah. Um, but it's been good. Um, we're starting like a new unit, and it's Edgar Allan Poe, and I'm all about Edgar Allan Poe. Nice. So I did. I liked him too when I was in school. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be doing like a cask of Amontillado. Dude, I like that one. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that one's creepy. Like everyone talks about the Raven. Like that's. His, you know, his number one probably, right? Yeah. But yeah, that cast. And you, um, I remember watching a short. It wasn't a movie. It wasn't like, it's like tour. an animated one. Or? No, it was like narrative. It was like um, live action. Oh, that's cool. In school, and I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it scared the shit out of me in high yeah. school. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Ca- cask of Montiato is really good. Um, then we're gonna do Telltale Heart, which is also really good. 
It, I know that one, but I don't remember what it was about. What was it's it? basically like the old man who has an eye, the eye that always stays open. And it, this guy like comes in and spies on him every night and he becomes obsessed with his eye. I don't remember. So he decides to murder him and bury him in the floorboards. Bro. Oh, that sounds familiar. And then he goes crazy, slowly loses his mind because he thinks he hears the beating heart. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I do remember. And then there's, and then the other one is the Raven. Yeah. But the Raven is a natural, like, everybody knows that one. Nevermore. It is good. It's very good. Yeah. It's, it's not his. It's not so much the subject matter there, like the the direct subject matter that you see in front of you, but kind of his implication of the cosmos and stuff that really creeps me out. Like that's deep, Corey. To think that somebody's out there somewhere, like still still watching him, and he has this longing for that person, but can't have them. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then that that fucking bird reminds him of it all the time, you know? Yeah. So. Definitely gonna be a good unit. I like Edgar. Allan what are you Poe. gonna have the kids be doing? Like projects, uh, writing an essay, or well, I do Amplify, which I'm not a very big fan of. It's a kind of a pro, uh, online program. Um, but so they're like, doing. Are you forced to do it? They do a bunch oh. of um, activities on the computer, but at the same time, it's like I have to change a lot and alter a lot mm. to make it interesting because I get bored of it. <laughs> um, and literature shouldn't be boring. It should like open their minds and make them look at the yeah, world different. In a world today, I mean, I'm I'm almost thirty three and I'm not into it. Oh, <laughs> show me the show me the movie version of, of it and then I'll. I yeah, think. for sure. <laughs> it's funny how many like literature questions and like ancient uh, like mythology questions I get on Jeopardy just because I've I've seen the movie. Yeah, <laughs> anything for sure. based around Troy. And like it's, the 300, I blow my Nana's mind when I know all the names and stuff. Yeah. And it definitely takes a different type of person for, to like, to read. Like it isn't yeah. that anybody's like dumb or like stupid for not reading. It's just, it is a, it, it's, you got to practice at it. You can, it is. Yeah, if you, it's it, like a skill. And then it's, if you're not visualizing, then it's boring. Yeah. It's, you're just looking at words. Like, why is that not the most, fun? The most reading I do are Netflix captions. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> I mean, that is a type of text when you want to, if we really wanted to get in a debate of what text is, yeah. like films are text. Oh, too. yeah, absolutely. Um, a visual text. I took a uh, college class called um, Theory of Fiction and Film. Ooh. And we, we watched like King. Have you seen King of the Hill? The movie? Oh, no, I've seen the cartoon, of course. There's a movie. Um, of the cartoon? No, no it's no, not no. the cartoon. It's 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 a movie. Um, I don't really remember it, but I remember it being a prime example of a, like a text in film form. Um, huh. I know that that class was one of my favorite. We watched that. I think we watched American Beauty before we all found out about Mr. Spacey. <laughs> um we watched, oh, we watched a bunch of movies. Every week it would be a new movie. That sounds um, like a fun class. It was really cool. We had to write essays on kind of what elements of fiction were present in the movies. So like narrative structure and um, like the protagonist, antagonist. It was really cool. 
The only thing oh, is, Steven, is I, Steven Soderbergh directed this. I remember that our professor was like super, super, super smart. Like, is, this, is this right? A young man struggles on his own in a rundown motel after his parents and younger brother are separated from him in a 1930s depression era Midwest. That does not sound right. Oh. Um, it was either this or the cartoon. <laughs> I believe it was called the King of the Hill. Oh yeah, that's that's it. Is it okay? King of the Hill, Steven. Was it Steven Soderbergh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was it. <clears throat> Adrian Brody's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Totally. It's really, it's a, it's really good. Recognize. It's a really good movie. Hmm. Um, it just like it's one of those where you have to really look at it and like kind of critique it from a from a literature perspective to kind of appreciate it. And that class was awesome. So I guess to sum it all up, like reading is a practice that you get better at as you do it a little more. Like I would start out even if like if you're a listener and you don't read, read little books, like really short books, and then start to, you know, expand like deeper and deeper into the old literature because old literature is hard to read if you don't know. I think it's like working out too. You got to find something that you like. Don't read. Yeah you know Edgar Allan Poe if you're not like into poetry like you're mm-hmm. not gonna have fun same with like working out if you don't like running then figure out weightlifting you know <laughs> figure yeah. out your your path I get that but nice. but overall and we'll have a book but there has to be an episode on like books and best uh, books I've read okay fine I can convince you believe me anyway that's what's going on this week <laughs> nice um before I get into my uh my my week I had, a, I had a funny story let's get a little shout out to again our unofficial Sponsor coffee code. Cheers. Yum. Um, I was gonna take a picture of the coffee, and I looked on the counterculture website, and I couldn't figure out which one it was. Yeah, but, it's good uh, though. It's it's light. It's, it's lighter than last. It week. is lighter, and it has more of a bitter feel to it, which I like. I forget um, what flavors, but it's good. It's like the IPA. When I walked in coffee. there, dude, it, <clears throat> they open at nine on Sunday, and I got there at like nine ten, maybe. No, not even that. It was around nine o'clock. They're pretty packed. It wasn't packed, but there was like a full family with like three kids because they have waffles there too, dude. I yeah. Try one of their waffles. They're really good. And then I, like, before we went, like, it was full s- vegan. Semi. Oh, that's right. They are. Huh? Do they have, do they, they might sell maybe. I don't think so. No. I don't think they have anything vegan there. I'll try them for you. But, so um, but then it was semi crowded, but like in the, uh, the coffee shop, there was this, really pretty uh asian lady and they had like two waffles on plates that, like with the fruit it was like all presentation the coffee code they're they've gotten awards for presentation on like their coffee like the art and stuff so like they're really about presentation and they just set up the table like to look really pretty and they had like a little instagram photo shoot in the middle of the coffee shop that she had like two people taking pictures and she was like doing yeah. poses and i was like hey Good for you, man. <laughs> we should definitely um, at some point go in there and like leave when we make cards or something and leave them there and yeah. just be like, hey, by the way, you should listen. We always shout you out. I don't, yeah, I don't want to be pushy, <laughs> but if they hear and they want to give us free coffee, and I'm not then, like, cool. Yeah, and I'm not even saying free coffee. I'm just saying like I would love to promote them like officially and just be like, hey, everybody should go here because it's delicious. It really is. Uh, but I had another funny like coffee story. Um what day was this? Like, oh, it was Thursday. Thursday, I uh, got up kind of early, <clears throat> needed a new iPhone. My, my uh, old oh, one yeah. was kind of shitty, and I got the new 
Big Daddy 11 X Pro. This thing's a beast. Um, but uh, took a little stroll and listened to some podcasts while I was walk, <clears throat> walking and getting my steps in. And before I went to the AT&T store, there was a Starbucks right next door. And <clears throat> so I got a cup of coffee and got my laptop out and did some writing and listening to some music. I found, <clears throat> so I'm writing a screenplay right now. And one thing that really helps me, because I can't really listen to like screamo music and like pop music. It's just like kind of do distracting. Yeah. I threw on the Dark Knight soundtrack and then did, oh, that's and a, then did the uh, that's inter- good background yeah, music. Then, then did the Interstellar one. It's great music to write to. Um, but I'm sitting there, you know, doing my thing. And this uh, kind of maybe close to 40 Asian guy sits next to me to my left. And then a younger guy, probably like 19 yeah. Asian guy sits next to me on my right side. And we're, there were all of us around on computers. The guy on my right is a student. He's like studying and stuff. He's got his earbuds in. And all of a sudden, because I mean, we're on the patio too. We're outside. Yeah. All of a sudden in the parking lot, there's like beat up red Toyota uh, from like the 90s comes rolling in and it's got like a big flat tire, like pieces of tires just like flat, oh. flat. Oh, and, man. and we're just like, what the fuck? And it like pulls in <laughs> and... This older gentleman in the passenger seat gets out. He's an Asian fella, and he's like probably probably close to eighty. He's like struggling. Oh, he's older, out, yeah. older guy. But he's getting out there, and he goes and look because the the flat tires on the uh, front passenger side. Got it. And he starts looking at it, and from inside the car, the windows are kind of down. You hear this lady just fucking screaming at him <laughs> in oh, Vietnamese. So it's just like, wah, 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 wah. just like, what the fuck? And we just like, I look at the two guys, and we're like, what the fuck? And she gets out and she's on her phone. She starts yelling at him. It's like, what are you yelling at this guy for? Like, you're the one that was fucking driving. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And they start f- trying to figure it out. And then the young, the I, I thought about going over there and helping because I know how to change a flat tire. Yeah. But after hearing her and not knowing how to speak Vietnamese, I was like, you're like, I couldn't help. You have a cell phone. Effectively. You can call AAA. You're a grown up. You can do it. You know, yep. you're in a park. If it was like a, it was on the side of a road or something like that, then yeah, I would probably help him. But you're sure. in a safe parking lot. You're fine. But the guy next to me, a young kid, good guy, he gets up and goes over and starts to help them. I was like, oh, nice. Good guy. You know, you're good. You're people doing. And he was Vietnamese. So he started talking. It was a lot easier to. And he so he gets in there and he goes through their trunk and gets the jack and starts getting it up. And he's doing it all right. Actually, the only thing he did wrong was the jack he put on like was basically like the door. It wasn't like, oh, you got to put it on the frame. And dude, yeah. It fell at one point. If it, it, the jack flew out, so they get two jacks and got it up there. And they take the bad tire off and he starts putting on the new tire. And then side kind of story, but these two motorcycle cops come pulling in. Yeah. And they park and they come into the Starbucks and they're sitting inside and they're watching this the whole time and don't do fucking shit. They just sit they just there sat there and, and watch them. Yeah. And I thought that was funny. And they're going back and forth and he starts putting the spare on and I'm still writing and kind of, Oh, and he comes then the, in the middle of it, the young guy comes up to me and he goes, Hey man, do you mind watching my stuff? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like you're doing great, man. Do your thing. I'll, I'll watch your stuff. Yeah, for sure. And, um, so can I, that's my job now. I got to sit there and watch his and, stuff uh, while he and my computer dies. So I'm like, fuck. So I put it away. I'm just sitting there like drinking my coffee on my phone, like waiting for them to be done. And they start yelling at each other. And so this other guy, oh, and then, the, then the lady comes up to me. She like comes up to me and the other guy. Yeah. And uh, she starts talking to him. She like looks at me and then like goes to him. And he's like, cause he's Asian. Yeah. And they start talking to Vietnamese. And then, then she gets my attention. He's like, Hey, do you have a car here? And I was like, no, actually, I don't. I, I really don't. I walked here. Weirdest thing. Like, I yeah. don't do that very often. But I, yeah, I walked here. 
oh, is your car closed? So I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> like I walked here. I, yeah. She's like, oh, okay. And then she like walks away back to the car. And then the, the other guy, the older guy, he walks over there and they, he starts trying to help with, with the younger guy and they're trying to get tire and they're yelling at each other, this and that, this and that. And then they, they left the tire, the, the car on the jacks, no tire and the spare on the curb and start walking back to the table. I'm like, what the fuck? Like what's going what's on? What's going on? And they're going, fuck that bitch, dude. He's, she's just a fucking asshole. I was like, whoa. It was the two guys what? you were sitting with yeah. earlier. And I was like, whoa, what's, what, what happened guys? She's like, she's a fucking idiot. Like, I don't know what she's fucking. And then the guys, <laughs> the guy's like, yeah, dude, I don't get it either. Like, what's the big problem? I was like, what happened? She wants us to drive her to the auto mechanic and get a tire and then bring it here. And what? we're like, we're like, you have a spare. We're going to yeah. put it on. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. It's like, that's the whole point of the tire. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, but I need your help. She's, and they were like, fuck you. And they just left. They just, they just left, left her. her. Oh, and I was like, oh, man. I mean, they tried. I was like, I gave it to them. I was like, you guys tried, man. Yeah. I, I was here as your witness. Like, I'll give it's you, such a, I'm giving you guys my karma. Like, <laughs> that's weird because you could just drive to the mechanic. They'll put the tire Thank on you. for you. Or I was like thinking, uh, and I put out there, I was like, what about an Uber? And they're like, yes, yeah. exactly. Like, why can't you just get an Uber? <laughs> And then, uh, so then I finally got up and went to, and got my phone and it was like, not even like a half an hour, came back out and everybody was gone, the car, those two guys. So I don't even know <laughs> what happened. ended there. But yeah, I just. Did you imagine it? Did it all happen I, in your head? I'm, I'm guessing. I should have looked. Good story I'm guessing for a movie, short those cops, film. Those cops had to come out at some point. And I guarantee you she flagged them down and like got them to help her for some. Oh yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. And they gotta do their public service, right? So they (laughs) you have to help me. Angry Asian damsel in distress. Yeah, with (laughs) an older Sucks, man. But I just thought that was a funny story and wanted to tell. Yeah, that is funny. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's a stressful story a little bit too. Yeah. Um, Let's get into some uh, reviews. For sure. We don't have too much. It's kind of slow in the music. Movies, movies, and music right now. It'll start picking up in February. February used to be like a slow time, and January is like the dumping ground. Yeah, well, February was that too. But uh, like Deadpool basically like changed that when Deadpool came out and just blew out the doors. Like, oh shit, February's we can do February movies. Yeah, for sure. But the you got crap like the boss lady or whatever the hell that is. That nonsense. Yeah, let's not talk about that. But But, we're gonna do our first. Video game review. Yeah. Corey uh, restructured the scrutiny scale for video games. Yep. And I actually, I'll get to it in a second, but I re- I redid the uh, scrutiny scale as well with your help. But we'll get that in a second. Would you, uh, would you play? So I played a game called The Outer Worlds and I finished it. Um, it came out in October, but I just got around to playing it. And, you know, I've been playing it for a while because it's a long game. You could dump like 30 plus hours into it Mm -hmm. if you really just like take your time and do all the quests um fun fact though is that i work uh one of my colleagues at work um her husband actually works for the company that is it uh yeah playing the soundtrack cool yeah the the, he works for the company that made this it's very quiet hold on Oh, oh there it is yeah this is the music so then um he works for Obsidian, which is a company that did yeah. this. Um, what does he do? Sorry. He's a UI user interface. That's so right. That's right. Kind of like some of the menu stuff and works you know, on that. Uh, on the surface, seems kind of boring. Oh, I do the menus of the Yeah, but game. it's but, but cool. You need those. And it's it's <laughs> actually the, the 
like the menus and like all the UI stuff is actually really cool looking. Um, I would like to ask him like more specifically what he does, which yeah, let's he get him probably in here. come on one day. Um, but Obsidian is also responsible for Fallout New Vegas, which one of my favorites. I've as heard well. of that one. Um, basically, is that like a zombie zombie thing, or is that no? Uh, it's like post-apocalyptic, like the nuclear a nuclear bomb hits, and then you're surviving in a world full of like factions and like uh, okay, yeah, you have to. It's an open world game. And Outer Worlds is similar, except it's set in space. Um, it can't. So this game came out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And it's soon coming out on the Switch. Um, I like the music. But here's the idea. It's set in an alternate future where William McKinley wasn't assassinated. William McKinley? Yeah, William McKinley. Who is he? He's a president. McKinley. Which? Wait, what? Yeah, McKinley. Um, what year was this? Uh, I think it was 1909, I believe it is. Oh. Um uh, William McKinley oh, so he was the 25th president of the United States. He served from 1897 until his assassination six months into his second term. Huh. So I it, know that president. I didn't know he was assassinated. Yeah. It's every day. Okay. And it's, um, it, it's set at that time as if he wasn't assassinated and he continued. Yeah. Um, and Theodore Re- Roosevelt would have never taken over wow. office. Yeah. Um, and the kind of the economics end up turning in favor of like the mega corporations. Mm. So they start like terraforming and colonizing planets, but they base it around like their products. So everything is like product based in the game. We're getting close to it. Super cool. Yeah, Yeah. But it's, it's kind of one of those things you're like, you can see the underlying message of like, corporation it's dangerous when corporations take over everything and have control of like life basically um so you're awakened by a mad scientist who uh tasks you with like saving the world by unfreezing the colonists that are frozen because they froze (laughs) them because there's too many people apparently yeah um so your job is to save them but the corporation has other plans and i won't spoil any of that but um it's such a good game. It's a really huge open world game. You even go, you like planet hop, you go so to other it, planets. Is it kind of like Grand Theft Auto where like you could, you, you, there's, a, there's missions, but you could yeah. go do your own shit and just yeah. fuck around? Okay. You can fuck around. You can also, that. yeah, you can, you can also, um, there's side missions. So there's smaller missions and they're funny. So you have like kind of references to pop culture in really slight ways kind of like the cannibal idea the cannibal family that lives out in the boonies mm. and you have to like you know go rescue somebody who you think is there it's it's full of really cool um nods toward nerd culture too um that i i read in an article supposedly that it's it's heavily influenced by Futurama. Oh, really? Nice. And um, Firefly. You know Firefly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard I heard it's like heavily um, influenced by yeah, them. That's, I know that. I watched and that. For Firefly, if you watch, if if listeners, if you don't watch Firefly, it's a great show. I watched part of it with my friend. Haven't gotten super into it, um, but it's a it's a really good show. Um, Firefly is heavily based in language like they have their own language that they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. talk you know I remember this sh- yeah, yeah this is a great show and it was only yeah. one season yeah it's really good um 
but that it's kind of like the space cowboy kind of it's, deal. And it's kind of um, steampunkish. Yeah, a little bit for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that's kind of what Outer Worlds is. It's got a little bit right. of a retro vibe to it too. Like some of the ads are kind of retro-y looking. Cool. Is it? Um, uh, there's another game that's kind of like that too. Um, I'm not crazy into video games. Um, the one that's like underwater. The, uh, Bioshock. Bioshock. Yeah. Is it kind of like that, but just yeah, in space? Yeah, f- funny story. My friend also worked on the remasters of Bioshock Is the and same Bioshock company? 2. Uh, no, he, oh. he moved over to Obsidian. Oh, okay. Blind Squirrel did the remakes of Bioshock <laughs> these, these 1 names. and 2. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And um, this game is heavily influenced by a lot of that, but it has its own spirit. And the one thing I want to say that's like magical about this game is none of it feels tedious. Like all the quests are, they have a point and they kind of have a heavy emotion. Like when you finish them, it's like, oh, that's actually really powerful. Hmm. Um, I never felt like I was going on a fetch quest. Like go get this, bring it back, go get this, bring it back. I felt like every mission tied into the bigger story. Wow. And that's hard like to do, to, to build this world with a bunch of different people. Because the company's big, you know, to build such a cohesive world that like people can go explore, it's really good. Um, The sound is great. The the music is fantastic. It's not real strings, but it still sounds cool. Yeah, Uh, the graphics and visuals are incredible. Honestly, maybe maybe it is real strings. That means yeah, it's probably how much do they do? You know, like a budget of. of Let me see. Um, I'm curious. I'm. I know there's like hundred million dollar budget music or music videos, um, video games. Um, and if so, you're that big a budgie, you might as well just hire a fucking orchestra. <laughs> it or a symphony, I guess. Um, no, no, symphonies. Symphonies just strings and or yeah, symphonies just strings and orchestras. Everything else. I'm trying to look for one. It's hard to find. Um, that would be. It would be curious to see. Um, when we do more of these scales, let's try to figure out budgets. Cause I'm curious. Yeah, I guess w- what we could do is. Um, Do they have like an IMDb of video games? I don't know. That's a good question. If you know it's that, a great, I- great idea. If anybody's yeah, if you know, um, copyrighted right here. Social Screen Podcast by yeah. Robert May, right there. <laughs> I would say like in the millions for sure. Oh yeah. Um, uh, we'll have to. Uh, maybe I can find a way to ask him. Like, what was your budget range? I'm sure there's a way to um, find out. But the visuals are great. Beautiful menus. Um. Easy okay, to now read. you're just kissing ass to your friend with the beautiful menus. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Easy to follow, like not like some games like they do too much and you, yeah. it's hard to follow how to play the game. The voice acting is great. I don't know Could who you, they uh, got. They're doing but. this a lot now. Could you see this maybe being in, turned into a movie? Is it Yeah, but I think there's too many like references to other things they, that they it's would. like it it almost based itself on them on like other things. You kind know what like, I mean? Is it like ready player one where it's like based on pop culture like that? Is there it thing? has pop culture references okay. if you really dig deep, yeah. but it, but they really did a good job of building their own world. I guess I could see it as like a, I think it would be cool as like a series, like a mini series, but then it's like Futurama. It's almost similar. The okay. professor sends them on missions. They go on missions. Um, you know, and then they hijinks ensue. But um, the voice acting is great. Um, the look of the characters is fantastic. Um, it has a Fallout feel. So if you like the Fallout games, especially New Vegas, it, it then you will love this game. 
Um, I'd give a solid five to the writing. Writing was great. Uh, to have to write that many different stories that interweave mm-hmm. is pretty incredible. Um, it had some quotability. I can remember one. Um, it's not the best choice. It's Spacer's choice. Spacer's choice is like the major, um, uh, what do you call it? Company. Like they make a bunch of stuff like weapons and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, I remember that. So it definitely has some quotability. Um, but overall I would say it's, it's really fun. It's worth it. Um, you get bang for your buck cause it's like 30 plus hours. And you can kind of explore at your own leisure. That's how long it took you to beat this? 30 hours? Yeah, probably yeah. more. Um, because I'm the type of game player that likes to just walk around and kind of observe the game and play in the sandbox that they've kind of created for you. <laughs> so if you're walking around and like looking at things, you can kind of see how the world works. It like it's dynamic, like, you know, and the way the like everything moves is really beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It it was a really really good game. I highly recommend it. Um, it's called The Outer Worlds. I can't find a budget either. I was doing that the whole time. Yeah, so. we'll have to kind of go deeper to search for that. But overall, I gave it a ninety five. Wow. Um, and I that's hard for me because I don't give a lot of video games high ratings because I can always find something that I'm like uh, that would have been better if. Yeah. And usually there's like a side mission or two that I'm like, really, I had to go do that right now. And it's kind of useless to do. This game actually did did side missions and overall missions really well. Nice. Um, I'm not biased. I know I know somebody who's yeah. worked on this, but like I, re- I really, really like the game. I had no expectation going in. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what to expect. Put the game in immediately was hooked and like connect attached to the characters and the decisions you make affect the overall outcome. So at the end, it'll tell you a story of how everything panned out and it depends oh, wow. on the choices you made in the game. Oh, it's like a, was it like the write your own, write your own or book story. Yeah. Those, what those like called? a follow your own story. The yeah. kind of like goosebumps thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose your own way. That's fun. Um, so like the next time you play, it can be totally different. Yeah. And That's you rad. can be an asshole and like kill people <laughs> and then be like, yeah, I'm all about the board who rules this planet and, controls the people or you could be like fuck the system i'm gonna fight against it and (laughs) kind of do your thing super good that's rad um highly recommend it um it's probably one of my games of the year for sure (laughs) there's another there's another one i'll talk about at some other point that i'm playing right now that is really good and you would actually what's it called dig it it's a star wars jedi fallen order oh i've heard things about that Really good. Okay. Well, listeners, if you play that, we'll get a review pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. And I know these games are kind of like last year's news, but I I've just gotten around to playing them. Um, they're not they're not cheap things, man. You no. gotta like, kind of save up for them. Well, that and and it's it's definitely time consuming. Like especially when you teach, you're like teaching, and then I have this and that, and um, but it would be cool to be able to review games as much as possible. I liked it. It's got a great dynamic. You'll enjoy it if you like Fallout games. Um, if you're not into open world, then you probably won't like it. If you like your Stick like to your Candy Crush, yeah, for sure. If you're into Candy Crush, then play Candy Crush. Don't play <laughs> The Outer Worlds. I'm anyway. just gonna I'm gonna leave this music on while I do yeah. my review. It's, Super cool. I was trying to find something else, but it's it's chill. So 95 percent nice, fresh 
on the scrutiny oh, scale. Oh, actually, no, I do have music we can play in the background because I do want to mention before I get into my uh, movie review, I went to a show last night. Um, uh, one of the, the There was like four bands, but I showed up for the, the last two. And the first guy was a guy named Steve Carson, who I've known for a long time. He was actually my boss for a minute uh, who I worked on a political campaign. He was my boss. Yeah. Um, great singer. I wouldn't be surprised if he's probably close to perfect pitch. Um, here, I'll play some music so you guys know what he kind of sounds like. This is his old band called Echo Echo. And some of the members of this band um, are in the band that uh, headlined uh, a guy named Jace, or Jason, Jameson Burt. And um, <clears throat> so they all know each other. Yeah. And Steve Carson hasn't performed in a long time, so it was cool to see him come out. And he played uh, uh, acoustically. So nice. This is a little more pop. Yeah, you, we were playing it earlier, and you, you nailed it. It sounds like you too. I never thought yeah. That, yeah, it definitely has uh, YouTube vibes. But nice I'll tell voice you that, a lot, yeah. Acoustically, though, he reminded me a lot of Dustin Kenzu. He, he has, co- when he did he's, the, the he has that same like range and rough and like can hit like when he hits like the high notes and kind of screams it's like ooh. Oh, yeah there were shades of dustin where i was That's like awesome. dude cory would have loved this yeah um and then he had a uh, his girlfriend come up and, and sing uh with her uh, with him for a song and then he had two of the guys from the last band with jameson's band uh, including him jameson come on and they did a three-part harmony song i wish i would take a video of it because it was amazing to see live Three perfect harmony, and and watching these guys like figure it out, like you know, using the microphone, yeah, They're just craftsmen. You know? I kind of get vibes you know, of uh, of like Eddie Vedder's voice at times oh, okay. too. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely nineties, like, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, and then and, and then after that amazing thing, my cousin Ashley, she had to follow that, which I was like, yeah, I don't know, how you follow that Ashley, but she she came up and killed That's it. Awesome that she. she she like, has a great voice went up too. and did that yeah and she she was never in bands or, or I think she did choir like in high school and stuff she's never, like singing though but she, man she's got some friggin pipes on her she awesome. has some shades of my mom who was like a really good singer uh, she was in my mom was in blues bands and pop 40 bands or top 40 bands and man like it's it's crazy when my cousin hits a certain note and she's yeah, like, like oh that's that's my, that's my yeah, mom up there that's weird for sure um but yeah, uh, Steve Carson, great dude. Um, I hope he plays more shows, he plays more music because he's a good musician. And then uh, Jameson, he came on. I got some problems with Jameson. This is what Jameson kind of sounds like. He's kind of all over the place. He's got an album that's very like rock and roll-ish yeah. Southern. And then he's got like pop stuff. I think he's, he's he played in a couple of new songs and it's very like poppy 1975 that kind of like R&B so he's definitely changing his sound nothing against his musician he's a great guitar player he's a great front man singer um, he's got a great keyboard player who does a lot of the backing tracks and keyboard and he does good backing vocals the drummer insane perfect he's one of those drummers that has a full on headset while he plays on yeah love that and then he had a percussion guy interesting no bass player what all the backing tracks had a fucking bass player. Interesting. Okay. I got a problem with that. Because this, this music does call for, like, a live basis. It dude, feels like... this groovy as yeah, fuck, dude. dude. Yeah. And it's, like, his solo thing, so I'm sure all the money comes through him, then he has to pay these yeah. guys. 
I'm just taking it from like my from my perspective of being in bands. Like, there's only so much money to go around, and you're gonna give money to a percussion guy when you have an amazing drummer. Yeah, you can do all those, and you're playing to a click with a fake bass player. Put all that fucking percussion shit on the tracking. Yeah, and get a real bass player on that fucking stage. Yeah, because this you could rip on nothing the bass against on that this. percussion guy. He did. He was doing his thing, but dude, I just did not did not comprehend. Because for me, the, Unless, what would make... The only the, thing is like the only other thing I can think of is they do have a bass player and yeah. he just couldn't make it to that show and so they had to do that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think so. But then if that's... If the case is that they don't, like, I the thing that's missing from this is the bass. Like, I could hear a bass I would have loved to watch. And what's funny, stuff. too, is like, he's... Jameson is like this really skinny... Uh... uh Almost like Johnny Depp looking dude. He's like a perfect yeah. front man. The keyboard guy is like this little like older white guy. And then the drummer is like this big black dude. And the percussion guy is another big black dude. Yeah. Dude, get another big black dude up there fucking ripping on the bass, man. Yeah. They know how to play. For sure. It's like I I don't know. It was good. Nothing against it was catchy as fuck and, and he's a great singer, but it's just like I didn't understand that. Like Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be kinda cool to to hear more bass. Like dynamic here because it is very much in the background. They did have the bass track coming out of a speaker and then mic that up. It wasn't directly into the board. Yeah. So it did give it more of like a live feel than just coming through the speakers, but I don't know. Pretty was, cool overall. I like the sound for sure. Yeah, nothing against him. It's just I didn't understand that part. Yeah. Um, it's good though. That's cool. But uh, the song's almost done. Good stuff. I I enjoy the. There's kind of like Sounds a new, like train. There's like a new wave of like kind of 80s inspired rock. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I want to put some. Speaking of rock, I want to put some more while I talk about this next thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but oh, I know. There is the the band is called Jameson or yeah, it, named after him. Kind of the solo. Jameson Burt. Got it. Okay. Put some of this. These are our, these are some of his friends. Cool. Rival sons. Yeah. Talk about a movie I saw this week called Shelby American. Um, it's a documentary, the first documentary on our scrutiny scale, and I had to reformat it for this. Um, directed by Adam Carolla and Nate Adams. So I know Carolla, Adam Carolla is very much into cars. Yeah, right. Oh, like, he's super into cars. He, he he's really into Paul Newman. He owns like. A majority of Paul, the cars that Paul Newman um, used and won with. And that's a lot of people don't know too. There's an there's awesome documentary that he did about Paul Newman and his racing career that no one knows about. That's it's cool. Like, What's it called? Uh, Newman. Something, something like that. that. <laughs> I can look the, that the one up. Racing life of, I think it's the racing life of Paul Newman. Um, yeah, because everyone knows Paul Newman as an amazing actor, but what he really loved was racing. He he acted to pay for racing, basically. Yeah, it's uh, called Winning the Racing Life winning. of Paul Newman. Great one. So that he, cool. so since since that movie came out, he's been just on a, a wave of documentaries. Yeah. He did that one, then another one called The 24 Hour War, which is basically the story of Ford v. Ferrari. It's a documentary version of Oh, that. cool. And that came out before the movie. And I think it kind of helped make that movie happen. Yeah. Then he made... Um, so through that story... There's an amazing character named Carol Shelby, who's a big part who played uh, Matt Damon plays. 
And so through that story, they're like, shit, dude, in the middle of 24 hour war, we got to make another documentary just about Carol Shelby. This guy's story is just amazing. So they started doing a documentary about him. And then through all this, they find another guy named, um, I'll look it up in a second, but they're doing another documentary that's coming out soon called Uppity. And it's about the first uh, black indie driver. And it's oh, just, awesome. It's it's cool that they're doing all these stories. Um, that aren't, like, super known. They're not, they're, like... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one great thing. But then, like, through telling these stories, they're finding other amazing stories. And then, so they're overlapping all their documentaries. So yeah. So that's a little, <clears throat> little background, because I listen to Corolla. He talks about it all the time. Um, so this is about Carol Shelby. Um, some people might recognize the Shelby name of, like, Must Shelby Mustang. Yeah. And, um, one of my friends builds... Like Shelby clones kind of deal. Oh right, like on. he he. You remember Kai? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah, built, yeah. Like, those cars. I remember um, actually when we recorded at his house. It was right when my mom bought her uh, Mustang GT. Yeah, and he she brought it to the house and they had a big conversation. Oh yeah, for and sure. And he he's showed way us. Into cars. He's got like two red ones, right? One's like yeah, a, the Mustang, and then he has the Snake, the Cobra, or. Cobra, dude, that thing's Shelby. Fucking worse. After watching yeah. this movie, you realize how much that car's worth. Things are so cool. Um, an amazing story. I mean, as as much as they did Ford v Ferrari, and they should do a Carol Shelby movie. Yeah, and and for sure. after seeing this guy, Matt Damon was like the worst person to fucking cast as Carol Shelby. They look nothing alike. Uh, Matt Damon's face is very curvy. He's got a kind of chubby kind of. Carol Shelby's like gritty and like almost yeah. Like um, like a cowboy, he he's does. Tall. Yeah, I'm it's like, at him. I didn't understand. So they they need to remake a movie about Carol Shelby and recast it. Um, but it talks about um, early on he uh, his kind of fight with Ferrari. He's always wanted to like do better than them, and it took him years and years, and finally got to do it on multiple levels. Um, took a bunch of just ragtag team of like eighteen, nineteen. 20 year olds some 17 year olds and opened up a road sh- uh, like a chop shop not chop shop but like a, a auto shop in, in Venice yeah and just revolutionized sports racing from there um and like broke barriers of like how cars were shaped and um and they failed a lot but eventually he he was able to accomplish something that like no other car company had done in a long time was with was winning the triple crown of yeah racing i mean it's usually that that title is given to the actual racer which unfortunately wasn't given you had to watch the story you'll see it in ford v ferrari but they won daytona sebring and Le Mans, which are the three biggest with the car yeah with the car that and, they the, and the thing people built. don't realize is what they were making are like basically street legal cars so there's like the prototype thing where you'll see like the weird things that don't make any sense but what they the, the struggle that they had to do with the guidelines is the car that they had to race was had to be mass produced like yeah. the, the racing like uh, like the officials say like hey, I don't remember the number but you not only do you have to make this car that really fast you gotta make a bunch so it's gotta have, have headlights it's gotta have seatbelts it's gotta have yeah. a license plate frame everything in the street so there's some like limitations and uh, so that's where kind of the Cobra came out of. And, yeah. And then finally the, uh, the Ford GT40, which is the car that really just blew everybody away. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's kind of long, the documentary. A lot of talking heads, but 
also a lot of great footage they found. There's some yeah. great vintage footage that there's some of the like some ones that are in the car, like before GoPros. They would throw cameras in there, and that's super cool. Just the process and and the ups and downs this guy had, and and then his personal life. The dude had like a bad heart, and was just like, you got five years to live, and just kept rolling, and then got a heart transplant, and was just like, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, as much as I am giving this uh, movie, I'm talking it up a lot because it is a great story. I don't. I only gave it a 76.5. Cause, and why was that? Well, let's go through it a little bit. The soundtrack it was a big, big part. They played a lot of like near songs, songs that like sound like other songs because they didn't yeah. get the rights to. And it was just like kind of distracting. And uh, it would have been cool if they actually got songs that you kind of recognized. You know? Yeah. Um. And the scene selection was kind of weird. Are you playing something? Oh, it's from the song. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, what? Uh, uh, cinematography, though, um, there wasn't much because <laughs> the only ones you really see are the interviews. Yeah. And they were kind of bland. They weren't too great. Um, so on the screening scale, I took out the acting category because there really isn't any acting. Uh, so I changed a new category for uh, documentaries. So there, one of them is how is information explained, the interviews, uh, the access and then the, the subject of the documentary, and uh, that I gave a lot of high high marks because yeah, dude, it was interesting. Like too, I know the yeah. name. Like I'm I'm not a big car guy, but I know that name. But now I know like this guy was way bigger than I ever imagined. Yeah. Um, but overall, I learned a lot, but it wasn't like an amazing documentary. Got it. That's all. So if you're really into cars, you got to check this out because I'm sure even if you know it's Shelby, you're gonna learn something you never learned about. But if you don't know anything about cars, watch it because now you're going to learn a, a bunch about a whole world that you don't even know about. I'm on that yeah. plane right there of existence, like gonna, being like, I don't, I, I know nothing about cars. I'm not super interested, but I know that if I walk, watch a documentary, I'll probably get stoked on it. That's what it, makes a good go documentary is, is you want to go in not knowing a subject and going, I don't know if I want to know this. Yeah. And by the end going, wow. I want to talk about because that's a point yeah. of a documentary. Yeah. Um, if I have to recommend one, uh, especially in the Corolla this, universe, yeah, yeah. Um, go with Paul Newman, the winning one first, because at least you know Newman and it's you can yeah to him and it's another great story. And then start going through the, his filmography and stuff. But cool, they make good documentary doc, good stuff. documentaries out there. So it's called uh, what's it called? Shelby American. Shelby which American was the name of his uh, his company. Seventy four percent, seventy five. Oh, what I gave What'd it? Seventy six point seventy six point five. Like, cool, ain't, ain't bad. Awesome. All right, and we're gonna do something new. Yep. Turn this music off because we're gonna turn some new music on. We're gonna do a live scrutiny scale of the new Amorosa album. Now, I've listened to it twice. You've listened to it fifty two times. Many times, yeah. Um, but we're gonna do it kind of. Uh, Category by category, and show you guys how like we do it, and hopefully you guys can do it at home too. Yeah, We're, we've posted it before, but let's let's post another um, of like, like all three of them. Okay, got like it. The music, movies, and then video games too. I think yeah, I have to make one for yeah. and go on Instagram. Let's, I'm not gonna do Twitter anymore. No one no one goes on there. And yeah, it's, it's kind of lame. So let's just focus everybody on Instagram and and Facebook um, for sure. So, anyways, Emerosa, you got some background on these guys. Um, 2019. Amorosa yeah. uh, has gone through some changes. They yeah. like they they've had different singers, um, but probably their most famous 
person was what Johnny Craig or unfortunately, even though this guy yeah. I think has been in the band way longer than he was ever. Was. Yeah, he was. He's been in the band for a long time now, but this was a complete departure from their usual sound. They used to be kind of more like experimental emo rock. rock. I mean, there's definitely like yeah. shadows of that in this, but yeah, this is full of like 80s pop. Yeah, which 1970. I think they were trying to kind of mimic 1975. Yeah, but I think that they did it in a way where it's like, it's refreshing. It's got kind of like a a beat, like more, you know, more accessible approach to it. Um, Album's called Peach Club, by the way. It is called Peach Club, but... um, Which is a funny name. And yeah, I'm like, that's an odd name, but it's really good. The cover is kind of cool. It's got like the girl on it smoking, and then it's got like the pink Amarosa symbol with peach club inside of it i like this song comes out strong first song is called giving up yeah so the i would say the quality great quality overall yeah produced sound um yeah the ambience is really cool when it goes down when it gets low i'm gonna get a four on quality i definitely give it a five quality in an ambience it kind of 4.5 and yeah, and in ambience, it kind of has like a. I got a four on that. It has a cool like vibe to it, but yeah, I'd say about a four. There's a lot of bands doing this, you know. Um, the t- oh, we just talked about the album cover. Yeah, it's really I'll cool. I think they set out for what they did, or for what they were trying to do. Oh yeah. They definitely like. They they took something that like a lot of people are already doing, um, and I would give it around a four for that just because it's. It's it's definitely what, what they want they to do. Yeah. Oh, I gave it a four point five. Definitely what they want to do. But there's a couple songs on here you'll hear that like yeah. don't it they don't really mesh no. with it. Like a softer, like acoustic like, like I don't know. No, I hear you. It's yeah, like, they, oh they, this especially is especially the acoustic song, yeah. This is super cool pop. But wait, I miss doing our old stuff a little, so let's throw one in. This next one's you called know. Don't Cry. Um, I, I listen. I've listened to this so many times. Yeah. So re-listenability, I gave it a five because it. I give it a four. It. I've heard it. Probably There's only gonna like be like a handful times. of songs on this album that I like will put on repeat. There's a com- a couple or a few that I'm like, eh, yeah. This one's good. This one's cool. I like this song. Vogels. He's a great singer. He has such a good voice. Um, four point five. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm about a four point five on that too. I mean, he's he's very limited to like kind of what he can do in terms of it's very pop like he has got range no he's got a great voice Uh, lyrics i don't know a lot about so it's like a three for me when i i'm not really into lyrics but when it comes to like the chorus and like the hooky parts yeah you gotta get me on those and there's one song but uh for me, I haven't really looked at their. There's lyrics. one song in particular. I forget which one it is, but the chorus is just like the same thing over and over again. It's just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. It's catchy so, as heck. I gave the lyrics four, and that's being generous. But melody, I'm giving that shit 4.5. Yeah, it was really catchy. I gave it, gave it 4.5 as well. This this kind of music, especially like um, the more poppy one, like this one's this one's cool, but like what's uh, this song? Oh, that's cool. This is like my like guilty the, pleasure. I shit. like the ambience. 1975. Like, if I had a guilty pleasure, it's this kind of music. Yeah. Because as much as I like listen to hardcore and oh, metal, this shit gets me, man. Like, yeah. 
it just it it's my head bopping makes you feel it hits you in the feels yeah um the guitar so the tone catch, is the, catchy enough, enough. the guitar tone on these songs is awesome too like they're really like that's one thing i kind of wish they would have not gone so heavy on with the 80s feel it would have been cool if they did like a these 80 songs with like the keyboards and st- stuff but did more distortion guitars a lot of it is just like the same 80s reverby yeah. guitar tone which is it's fun but it's played a lot in this album and then there's like no riffs these guys are a rock band they're not I mean they're, as much as they are pop I feel like yeah there's no the category riffs, though, on iTunes has right? it under rock like I don't hear any like I don't really hear any riffs but it's catchy as heck. Super good. Yeah, this song would have been number one in fucking 89. Yeah, really catchy. He's definitely a uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I got that Michael Jackson. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's the, guitar. Oh, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're on guitars now. I realized that. Yeah, uh, and I'm like. I'm going to do a uh, three. And for a tone, I gave it a four just because I like that clean sound. Yeah. And then there's like no riffs. So I was like, I. There's a couple. I gave three. it 3.5. Yeah. Solos. solos. Is there even solos? No. Not really. No, the other instruments, I mean, they kind of come to the front at a lot of parts. But I, I don't think there's yeah, any. Two. Any like, solos 2. in 5. there. 2.5. Complexity. <laughs> uh, three. Three, because it's not complex, but I think that's what makes it so good. It's just simple, yeah. straightforward pop music. Um, bass, it's got great bass. I, like, I would say it's a four. little. The tone is a little digitally compared to. Doesn't, doesn't sound like someone's really playing it. Yeah. But it's like, it still sounds good. I know, it sounds really good. I got a four. Uh, I hear I don't really hear any riffs or solos on the bass, it's but there is stuff. some cool like yeah. groove. Three point so five. I, yeah, I would get, I would give it around a three. Um com- complexity, not really. <laughs> I mean I remember uh there's a little fun side story of bass recording. Compared because I was so my two my well my one band, the Greater Heights, we did two EPs the first time. Yeah. Uh, I I wrote the majority of like the music and stuff, so I I tracked a lot of the rough guitars, and then when we went back into the bass, basically what we did, and we learned this this is how Fall Out Boy Fall Out Boy does it apparently. Yeah. We the producer uh, Chris Como he would have me play each note that, yeah. that I was in in the song, like even if it was like a grace note, uh, and he'd get all the just the ding and then he'd just copy and paste inside the yeah. song and it made me sound fucking perfect so it was fun to do because it makes me sound really good but it was like I'm not really playing it's like it's not me playing on the record yeah but even though some of the guitar parts are me playing so but then a few years later I go to uh, Eric Ron who's a producer he does a bunch of kind of hands like houses type bands yeah um, that motherfucker He's good at what he does, but I did not have a good time recording with that guy. Yeah. One, it was way expensive. And we only did two songs, and I started trying... Nothing against those guys and the rest of the band, but, tr- like, education, like, trained-wise, I was the most trained. Like, I went through sc- tons of schooling. Like, those guys never played in high school and stuff. I did. 
and I went to go track my bass stuff, and he's he just didn't like how I was playing. And just, Interesting. He just took the bass from me and started playing my parts. So I didn't, I didn't even play anything on those fucking songs. And, and it, I always regretted it. There is a problem with that, because even if you're not, like, digging the way somebody plays, it is their style. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody has said, their own it, way of it, playing. He like, one of his complaints was, like, I wasn't playing to the metronome. Are you fucking kidding me? You know how many times I've played to the metronome? Yeah. Like, I've gotten compliments to, uh, from other producers how close I've gotten to, to playing. Like, yeah, he just wanted to play it, but and not that he did a great job. He's a great musician. I'm not saying that, but it's just like the fact like he, he was basically like, "Give me that." I was like, "Okay." I just sat back and he just did all my songs for me. So weird. Yeah. So, anyways, a little side story. Yeah. But then it makes you think. How often does that happen in the industry? Like, I'm just one person. That that's must, why there's so many... happen all the time. Yeah, that's why there's so many, like, different musicians on records nowadays. Like, people are like, no, 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 it needs to just, sound like this. And just hire someone. <laughs> Lose, loses its organics, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel that even if it's imperfect, even if I'm playing imperfectly, like, it's my kind of soul going into it. Yeah. So, whatever. Like... I hear you. That's uh, why I loved when we recorded. That's why I love that tonality wise. He was like, whatever, like, however you want to play it. And then we'll like, we'll just make suggestions and work with it. Our, the guy we worked with, Ben Hirschfield, he's up in uh, like Oakland area. Yeah. The complete opposite would be like, here, let's try this, this, and this. And we would play and he'd give us, you know, like, good feedback but it was all us like everything with chris como nothing against him what we were what, why we really did the bass thing was the yeah, time for it sure, was just yeah. like we only had so much money he realized that it was a little like you know shortcut yeah but when it did came come to parts that like the drum parts or guitar parts are we almost named the record this was that but better so every every take we like all right that but better that yeah. but better so you have to like dude I thought that was a good take he wants one yeah. like so, so he was always keeping us on our toes too, that's which cool I appreciate it. and that going back to this it's like it's not super complex you can tell that they like you know they want that's what they wanted there's this fine line um, I feel like at least with um oh this song's this good catchy. too um when I when I judge music is. Did you write to get on the radio or did you write an album because you wanted to write an album yeah. and you needed to get these songs out or are you just writing something to make some money on and nothing to that. That's the, that's the game. I totally yeah. get it. And, but then there's that fine line where you can do both where you write these awesome songs and then it's like popular. Yeah. This record, it kind of felt like they were just writing to like just be on the radio. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's good, but it's there's really like, good. Yeah. There's some real good stuff on here, uh, but the drums, Tonality it's, wise, it's, there's like very two electronic. songs that, that have real drums on them. Yeah, like, listen to, this is all fake. So I give it about a three. I'm gonna give it a two, man, because there wasn't even much drums on it. I just like, oh well. Then the beats, again, the beats yeah, you're three. right. You're right. That, I don't want to change your. I don't want to change your. And the complexity is just like. It isn't. It's not very complex. Right there. But I do like those vocals. The the other instruments are awesome. Like the saxophone and the, I think it's the first song. I don't know if it's real song. though. It, I've, oh, did I we mean, look these up, days. Did we look up on uh, all music? Yeah, I didn't. Do um, all music is a great website if anyone knows. Uh, for it's like IMDb for music. Let's see. It just basically says primary artist Emerosa. That's all it says. All right. So, I mean, they did a lot of it. 
They've, that can either mean that they literally did it all or they just don't want to tell anybody who yeah, did it. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, originality, I would give it like a three just because a lot of bands are doing this. Yeah, and it's just an homage to all the 80s songs they probably grew up in love. Yeah. And so now... I feel like I'm, I haven't added this up yet, but I feel like it's going to be a bad score and I don't want it. I know. Overall, it's like... It's, it's a good not record. A, it's, it's a good... I mean... Good record. It's not a great record. I, I like some of their older ones better. Um, I I'm trying to listen for the song. That, there's a song in here that has like the worst fade out ever. It might be this song. Let's see. This one's called So Bad. I couldn't tell. do. <laughs> Yeah, he does a lot of the. I'm trying to remember which song. I think it was one of the earlier ones. I got my percentage. <laughs> no, it's not this. Damn it! I want to find. Was the bad no, fade out? It's not the good song, is it? We've all talked. We've all very much talked about fade outs. I think it is this one. No. No. See, that's how you do it. Like that's cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's one of the earlier ones. Damn. Because some of these, some of these songs actually remind me a lot of like I the Mighty. Like I the Mighty has these feels yeah. too. But it's a it's a good record. Um, oh, it's there's one. It, it's this. There it is. Listen up. I fucking hate fade outs, everybody. I don't know if we've mentioned that, but like it's, it's like don't fucking, don't take it away from me. So don't go anywhere. It's about a 15 second fade out. But then watch. Oh, it like it, ramps down real it just, fast, real right quick. There. Yeah, that's yeah. like, dude, if you're gonna do that, like make it keep going longer. Yeah, yeah I, I hate that. All right, I gotta add mine up. Um, I already I got my total. Let's see, um, uh, nine. I go. So, how do you do? Do you do all the numbers at once, or you do section by section? I do section by section. Section by section. Section by section. Nine. Um, you would you you add them all together, or I just add each number. Yeah. And then um, and so for me, I can tell you what mine is. Do it. Do it. Um, mine is seventy-one percent, which I feel is a little low, but because uh, I, I like it, I like it a lot. But I like, I had to scrutinize it a little bit. Um. I enjoy listening to it. The replayability for me is pretty high because I've been listening to it, you know, constantly since I found out about it. But overall, when it comes to like music, I would, you know, I would agree with the 71. Um, I like it. I think it's I think it's fun, catchy pop music. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm left wanting a little bit. But his vocals are what really gets me because he's he's got a great voice. And it's so much better than Johnny Craig. Yeah, Johnny, it is. That guy's a jerk. Johnny and Craig. we should totally kind of discuss that whole well, controversy sometime. But yeah, you know, uh, maybe I was I kind of wanted to bring it up last time. I got sixty nine. <laughs> sixty nine. That's how childish. That seems about right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good record. I would recommend listening to Peach Club. Uh, about Johnny Craig. Um, recently, an ex of him publicly came out with a YouTube video. It's really long. It's like over an hour long. Is it sad? I didn't I've heard watch. It's sad, right? Yeah, it's she's 
pretty rough. But I mean, even from the days when he was like at his peak, I've never liked this Johnny Johnny Craig piece yeah. of shit. Well, any of to, these dudes, like, there's a lot of this shit because only even been bad Liz, stories about him. Liz was on um, MySpace back in the day, and like the Sound of Animals fightings, dude. Like messaged her and was like, "You're hot. Like, what's your name? What's your number?" Nice. These are fucking these people in these bands, especially these emo bands. They're disgusting pricks. Yeah, like a lot, most of, them, of, a them. lot of them need to be me too. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Fuck them. Like, uh, I hate that there's predators out there using their oh, it's fame, so e- quote unquote that's so easy. fame, and that's to, what she kind of talks about. That she was a fan. And yeah. This, this just person that she looked up to like was the like music. dating. Yeah. And she's not one of the first people to come out. Just just bad things, manipulative, yeah. drug addicts. Um, remember when he like had that controversy where he was like the MacBook? The MacBooks? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like swept under the rug and Yeah. I, I had an inner I got to like hang out with him backstage at a venue once and my friends opened for him <laughs> and wacky. And at first I was like, dude, that's Johnny Craig. What like, fuck, dude? That's, yeah. that's Johnny Craig. He's like, he, this the hard thing is he's like talent. He's a yeah. really good singer and he's got such a distinctive sounding voice that yeah. every band that he's like left, they've replaced him with someone that try they're trying to replace him. Replicate you know? him, yeah. yeah. So I'll give him that, but dude, fucking douche, man. Like And like it's there's never no reason okay. why you should be a fan of that yeah. guy. There's no reason. And it's never well, okay. Singing, like but. any of this shit. Like it's never okay to like yeah. manipulate people. So and it sucks that it you sucks know? about these other like um this band Amorosa and then uh what was the other ones he was in? Uh I What's think he was in Sat was he in Sat Drugs? Drugs. Yeah, no, but the other more pow- popular one. It's like oh, a more experimental. Oh, Gavin Dance? Yes. Yeah. I feel like those two bands have really hurt from yeah. what, because they've always, he left everyone in his will, will kind of remember Johnny Craig being in that band, but this band has really, like, come a long way Yeah, the I'm Johnny pr- Craig days. I know I'm proud of them. Like, they, they overcame all that nonsense, like, that yeah. he left them and are able to, like, still write good music and... That's cool, but this scene, especially the emo scene, disgusts me. It's like it's full of a bunch of like old perverts who think their band is better than the other band. Like, yeah, I cool. Like you, you play music on a stage. Like that doesn't give you the platform to just like manipulate people. It's lame. What else sucks too is there's some really great people out there. Yeah, and there are those people ruin it for the good the good folks. yeah the really really awesome bands thrice thrice has always been like i mean stand uh, up it might Thursday. Be a, it'd be a definitely interesting subject to cover but kind of also lame of all the bands that have controversies i can think of three i could think head. of yeah i can think of a couple on my we should know. do that maybe next time kind of depressing but should we have a, lady? Be a should have Liz and i feel like it's yeah that'd be <laughs> kind good of mansplaining if we don't have a lady in here yeah we could <laughs> we could have her because it's always she knows the, all the bands too yeah i've never heard of a woman fronted band where the woman is like doing something shady like mm. that maybe a couple we Wait. can find one but where it's like people getting used like the yeah. way that these bands do and it's shame on you it guys. Wouldn't be a very, it wouldn't be a very happy episode, but maybe like, we'll do it. <laughs> there are people out here like us who would like love to have that platform and use it for positivity, but instead it's it's crowded by these assholes who like just like to manipulate people. Yeah. It, I don't know. 
But anyway, Emerosa. It's crazy that this band. I got Corey riled, riled up on this. <laughs> yeah, this this band brought along a really good discussion with it. Like Emerosa is awesome. I'm glad they've they've kind of come out of that nasty phase. Let's just keep um, this playing while we do the next section. Yeah, for sure. So Emerosa Peach Club, seventy one percent, sixty nine percent. Hee hee. It's still a good record. Yeah. I, I feel like those are a little low, but. Like I said, like a hundred. If you look at like the bar, a hundred score is it's like hard, the yeah. White Album from the Beatles. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like that's sure. what the bar is. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just hard. That's why I like the scrutiny scale. It, it's as much as I like this record. Now the numbers show me though that my score is a sixty-nine and yours is yeah. seventy. Even though, like for in my sure. heart, I would probably give this like a like high seventies. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe, maybe eighty. So awesome. Go use check the, it out. Yeah, use the scrutiny scale, everybody. It's fun. It is, and it'll so we'll be keep posted. It. So now we're gonna do some trivia. Yeah, some Corey, trivia. Corey I, found a website. I did so telegraph.co.uk. And I've, I've heard of them before. I double checked. He can't cheat. He's yeah. It, it's a so it's it's basically like I'm gonna say true or false, and then click. I'm just gonna. And it will tell I'll us. Take, I'll take a note. I'll do like one true two. So supposedly the the articles had the ultimate true or fact, true or false quiz, scientific fact or fiction. So I found this on, again, telegraph.co.uk. Um, I like these. They're dumb, but they... You, you guys know, can play along at home. It's fun. Cool. Hit us. So there's 20. I think we could do... We don't have to do them all. We can stop no, we, when we feel. Yeah, we can go through them real quick. All right. So true or false, all of them. Chewing gum takes seven years for a person to digest. I'm pretty sure I heard this on Mythbusters, and I'm going to go False. False. Okay, I'm going to yeah. go false as well because I don't think so. And it's a, it's a fun. I I, uh, I actually recently, you know, that guy, Adam ruins everything. Yeah. He did like a little, he does like the long segments about segment, but he did one that was like top 13 things that everyone thinks For are sure. true. And at the very, it was like all the like Einstein filled math and yeah. all these fun. And at the end, he's like, now why are all these around? Like, why do people believe them? Because they're good stories. Like yeah. you, you can relate to like For Einstein sure. not like, like failing math like yeah, I failed math too I like, did too <laughs> but it's not true like all of them were like false and uh but that's why some of these like the gum thing it's a, it's a fun story to think that yeah. gum stays in your system for seven years but but the and it's an anecdote that all of our parents tell us don't yeah. swallow your gum it's not good it but, is indeed false but they would um, okay it does nice. not your stomach acids are way too powerful for yeah, that for um sure. so false Number two, the Great Wall of China can be seen with the unaided eye from space. This is one of the ones on the Adam ruins everything. I'm going to say that is true. It is false. He definitely. You think it's false? It's definitely false. It is false. I got one wrong, so it's two to one. Because on the clip, he's like, he mentions like, the Great Wall of China is seen from space and there's like a fake astronaut. No, it's not. And every astronaut's <laughs> looking for it. Why don't you listen to us? <laughs> I, I thought it would be visible from space, but it, that's way too far away. Yeah. And it's not that like, it's really t- can't it's see thin, it. Yeah. You know, if it was like, for sure. More dense, I guess. I don't know. Because you can see like the ice caps and stuff, but that's because of huge area yeah exactly anyway number three number three if a piece of paper was folded 45 times it would reach the moon that's false well this is also a mythbuster thing they there's only like a certain number of times you can fold a piece of paper like literally i, I think it's i don't false. i don't think they got to 45 but then there's like if you fold a piece of paper 45 times. It's going to reach the moon? It's going ha- to have to be a big piece of paper. 
Yeah, well, yeah. And that's Back in my head, though, too, I feel like this whole test is all going to be false. Like, it's one of those, like, ha-ha, well, the fuck gum with you. Was, the gum was true. Or the gum was false. No, it's been false. Oh, yeah, yeah. the gum was false I'm saying, and like, Great Wall Just like false. Adam ruins everything, these are going to be things that we all think are true. So is this true or false? <sighs> Folded 45 times it would reach the moon. Seems like a weird number. All right, I'm going to go false. I'm going to go false, too. It is true. Full bullshit. It is true. Bullshit. What? You can't it's fold true. a piece of paper that many times. So now it's still 2-1. Two, one. Two, one. I'm still down. Or I still up by Kay. one. Um, bananas grow on trees. True or false? False. I think they're bushes, aren't they? We'll find out. I think it's false. I, I, I'm That's a weird sure question to ask. Like, why would they ask that? Like, a... I'm sure uh, it might be like a technicality where it looks like a tree, but technically but it's really a bush. But really, it isn't. So wait, what is it? Bananas, Bananas grow on trees. All right, I'll go false. I'm gonna go false too. It is false. All right. I, they, it, they they do grow on those like little bush-looking things. Um, or do they just grow straight out of the ground? Nah, I don't know. I think it's like a bush thing. Uh, sugar makes children hyper. True or false? Again, why are you asking false. this? It's important so I don't give the but, kids sugar. But, like, that's a thing. Like, you give kids birthday cake and they go wild. Like, Yeah, but it, I think it's psychosomatic. I think it's just, like... They're too dumb to know. Oh, I'm putting 50 grams of sugar in me. I have to go fast. It's like... Or, like, we've been... We, society has told us that <laughs> that this shit makes then us Then again, hyper. why are they asking this question? It's such a random... I think it's false. Sugar makes kids... Hyper. Then, then, like, what is okay? If it's not sugar, then what is it? Society telling us that no. it makes you hyper. I'm gonna go. Uh, you gonna go I true? don't want to go true, but because like I, th- I have a feeling these are all gonna be false. I'll go false. It is false. Okay. Does it explain? No. What the but fuck? Does sugar? Yeah, you look this shit up. This is your. Does test. sugar make you hyper? Um. It's a myth. It's based on a single study from the 1970s in which a doctor removed the sugar from one child's diet and that child's behavior improved. Since then, over a dozen larger studies have been conducted and not one of them has found that sugar causes hyperactivity. So it's it's definitely <laughs> empirically So then why do they put like 50 grams into Red Bull on top of caffeine? Because marketing. Because they can tell you that it's mm. you know what i mean um okay scientist whatever yeah. next question and it's uh glad i said false they even did a placebo kind of thing where like they gave them drinks that they said had sugar but it wasn't okay there are more stars in space than grains of sand on every beach in the world that's ooh I think that's true. I think that one's true. I think I've, I've heard that one before, but then it could be like, that's a lot of grains of sand, though. On yeah, every it is beach. A lot. Like, there could be trillions just like on Huntington Beach. That's true. But then, how big is I the don't fucking know how universe? Big, yeah. I'm going to go true. And it is true. Oh, first true. Okay. Yeah, according they're not, they're not to the. They're not fucking with us. Let, let, me, let me reiterate that according to the survey, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Pirates. I'm already on the fence with this sugar seven. question. Pirates wore eye patches so they could see better in the dark. That's true. True. I'm going to say true, too, because it would have to be a practical. 
They yep, true. Okay, yeah, because I remember a lot of these have been on MythBusters. <laughs> Yar, wouldn't they just switch it to the other eye? Like they, they would switch back yeah, and forth, right? It's like think about when you, um, like are you're, you're in a room at night and you have yeah. lights on, then you turn the lights off. It's really hard to see. Yeah. But then after a while, you, could, you your eyes adjust. Yeah, so they wanted keep, to be so, able to do so that. Keep one eye. Yeah, like that. It's something like that. Cool. Eating chocolate gives you spots. False. Spots. <laughs> like leprosy? A, apparently, that that's a, a myth, well, or heard, not a like, myth, I've but heard, a, I've heard something. Like it, you know, it gives you acne is not true. So I'm gonna go. I think that's what they're trying to say. So what you're saying? What's what's the question? Eating chocolate gives you spots. So I'm gonna say false. I'm gonna say false as well. It is false. Nice. I'm I'm assuming they mean like acne, and actual spots. I don't know. That's, that's a weird one. Um, carrots help you see in the dark. I've heard this one too. True. I'm gonna say true. I'm gonna say false. All right. It is false. Woo! It is false. You're still just, winning think, by two. I think it's like what they're saying is like if you eat a piece of carrot, then you start looking. Oh, got it. But I, but I, I think overall though, the like the like the nutrition's of, of a carrot will help eyesight like overall. Got it. I, think, I mean, of course, it's a carrot. How is it not gonna you know? So shaving makes hair grow back faster. I've I'm going to say false. I've heard this too. I'm going to say false as well. Yeah. It is false. Nice. Because it's like I shave all the time and my hair grows at the same rate. I don't know. Um, it rains diamonds on Saturn and Jupiter. That sounds true. I've heard that. I think it's true. I'm going to say true too. It's like almost like hail. It is true. Because of that, probably because of the atmosphere. Because uh, I'm thinking Saturn... And Jupiter are gas giants? Is that true? So. I believe so. If Ju- that's Jupiter. the case, then the yeah, the atmosphere is probably responsible for that. That's crazy. Uh, Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire. False. I don't know. Oxford University, the Aztec Empire? I think that's Say it false. again? Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire. I'm going to say true. You're going to say true? I'm going to say false. It is true. Three Dang, points dude. up, baby. Woo! Woo! All right. This is a uh, uh, another Amorosa album. Called, yeah. Uh, one three one. See, this is more like more what rock. We, what yeah. we know from them so. for sure. Okay, so number thirteen, black holes aren't black. That's true. I think. Yeah, because it's like the absent of color. But yeah. isn't black the absent of color, or is because white is all the colors? I think black black relies on the light light behind it. You know what I mean? Say the question Uh, again. Black holes aren't black. All right, I'll go true. I'm going to say true. It is true. They are not black. And I would assume it's it's just... It's just so we... You see... Yeah, when you see a black hole, it's actually just because the light's behind it. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's just a way the scientists can help relate it to the common folk. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Um... Going out with wet hair increases your chances of getting a cold. False. I would say false as well. It is false. Um, I remember my stepdad's mom, I guess my step-grandma, she, she uh, let's say the same thing, and like that if you came out of the shower with bare feet on, on the tile, you would get a cold. Get- and then she also said cancer was contagious. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, Grandma. Yeah. All right, next one. Russia 
has a larger surface area than Pluto. I'm gonna say hmm. false. Dude, Russia's fucking huge, dude. I don't know how that's surface Pl- area. And Pluto's Pluto. always on the fence about it's the planet or not, so it must not be that big. Say it again. Russia, Russia? has a larger surface right. area than Pluto. I'm gonna say true. Alright, I'm gonna say false. It is true. It's four Dang, up, baby. Dude. I'm bad at these facts. I think, it's a, I think it's game now. All right. You can't win. An octopus has three hearts. True. True. I'm going to say true. Yep. Definitely true. I feel like that was like the easiest one out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, because I've heard that. Yeah. Like the three chambers and stuff. All right. For every human on Earth, there are 1.6 million ants. 1.6? I I'm gonna feel say like true. that's a low number. I feel like it's going to be true, like the true side, but I feel like it's. It's like really like 10 million per person or something, you something. know? I'll say true. True. I'd say true, too. It is true. Right. Um, but again, that number seems low. <laughs> there are more fake flamingos in the world than real ones. <laughs> that seems true. True, yeah. I'd say true. It is true. That's uh, For America, that has to be true. Cracking and they have to be only in America, right? Like, what other yeah. country celebrates... like? Pink flamingos. I don't know. Yeah, we, we and we have them like in the <laughs> but yard China, and everything. But China makes them all for us, <laughs> and they're plastic. They're yeah. not real feathery creatures. Um, cracking your knuckles too much will give you arthritis. False. That's false. Yeah, don't believe it. <laughs> it is false. That. It's actually just the air coming out of your knuckles. Mammoths. This is the last one. Mammoths still walk the earth when the Great Pyramid was being built. That seems true. I'm gonna say true because because they were one of the last like di- like quote unquote dinosaurs yeah. out there, and they're basically just elephants. It's true. True. Nice. Awesome. So you won Woo! by four. I, I guess I did just I, did I miss one though? I shouldn't have been too so. Uh, I shouldn't have been so optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> about that. I think it was the paper one that you missed. Which one was that? The 45, if you folded oh, a paper, yeah. 45. But I still... And the sugar one, right? Yeah, and the sugar. Or oh, no, no, no. I, I, said, I think it was just the sugar but one. But I... I don't remember. Fuck yeah, <laughs> for sure. But anyway, fun little facts. Uh, we we definitely had fun with that one because it was... Some of those, I had no idea. I was like, I don't it's know. It's like that Adam, guess. Adam ruins everything thing. Yeah. It's, it's just fun little... They're stories. I'm going to guess stories. it. <laughs> nice. Anyway, you got a song? Yep, I have a song. Um, so yeah, going out. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We will have um, some new news soon enough. Um, new logo, things like that. Um, but we're pretty pretty excited. Next week we're gonna have my buddy Kent on and do. We're gonna do the Star Wars episode. Yes. So if you're into Star Wars or not, even. Next week will be all um, we're Star gonna, Wars. We're gonna figure out how we're gonna cover the whole series, but we're definitely gonna break down Mandalorian. Yeah. I kind of want to do a spoiler version of Mandalorian. Yeah, we could do that. So we'll you, keep it. It's it's going to be spo- so. Go watch it this week it's if you worth haven't. It. You can go binge it real quick. It's only like what nine episodes or something. Yeah, something like that. Who is this? My first guess was like 21 Pilots, but it's not, his voice isn't the same. It's a single guy, yeah. I don't know. Is that honestly? No, I don't know. He passed away, I'll give you that. Oh, Mac Miller? Mac Miller. Mm. It's a new song. 
Oh, he's coming out with this. a record in 2020, but like they they wanted to posthumously release it because he recorded a record, but they didn't release it because he died. Yeah. Now they're finally gonna put it out. Yeah. I'm so stoked. I love his music. I remember, I'm way you know, into him. When he first like hit the scene, I remember checking him out. And he was pretty rad. I'm just not like the big fan of rap. I really like his music because it's super instrumental. Lots it's of not as like yeah like hip hop. He's more. And I learned some hip-hop, really really interesting facts about him. He was working with some pretty big artists when he um when he died. Um, who was Mac Miller working with? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed this. This isn't. This is like a. An actual song, not like rap. yeah. It's really catchy. Um, I mean, he's working with, I guess, Ty Dollar Sign, Ty Dollar Sign, or whatever. I worked on like four Ty Dollar Sign videos. I guess he worked with them a little bit. Um, there was somebody who I was like, oh, John Bryan. You know the composer, John Bryan. I don't. Um, John Bryan did the. Uh, he, d- I think he did the soundtrack for. Let me see. Um, what was it? He totally did a few film scores. He's done Mac. He did Magnolia. He did Punch Drunk Love, Eternal Sunshine. Okay. Um, Step Brothers. He did the other guys. Oh wow. He did a lot, but he was working with Mac Miller, I guess, on a few songs. Interesting. Yeah. There was somebody else too, and I can't remember who it is. Um, but Mac Miller was working with him, working with some other people. Interesting. Good feeling song. I love love it. I listen to Swimming, his last record, all the time when I run. It's great running music. Is the song almost done? No, it's like five minutes long. Oh, wow. But we can finish it off with this song. is called Good News yeah, by Mac Miller. So that, okay, so this is the last... Uh, this this what song is gonna be on uh, his new record, but it's not. This one we're listening to. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't have any other singles, but let's see. Um, Self care. That's a good song. Cool. And this one is off of swimming. But anyway, go on Instagram, follow us. Um, when you're going on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow us somehow. You can follow on yeah. subscribe on Apple Yeah, that's, that's the word is subscribe. And then make sure um, you hit automatic downloads too. Yeah. Because downloads really help us. And even if you're not going to listen to it, just download it. It'll always be there. For sure. Know? Yeah. Because I, I do that on all my podcasts and I don't listen, I don't listen to, to all but of them. But they're, you know, just there, just in case. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, hit that like or follow button and then make sure that you download episodes but thank you for everyone else that's listening yeah we are, we're really blown away about how the numbers are they're not like yeah. crazy you're not getting like thousands but it was way more than we were anticipating so thank for you so sure. much and thank you so much for listening if you do um we appreciate it um it's been a fun year and it'll just keep going Woo-woo. awesome so it's been so so screening podcast i'm Corey. i'm robert have a good week Woo. Let the medicine be on call, yeah. It's feeling like you hot enough to melt, yeah. Can't trust no one, can't even trust yourself, yeah. I love you, I don't love nobody else, yeah. Tell them they can take that bullshit elsewhere. Self-care, I'm treating me right. 
yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna be alright. Plus I know it's a, it's a beautiful feeling In oblivion, yeah, yeah, yeah. 